supernatural and start over and also sometimes talk about other stuff a podcast also known as Hetrusa. and this week we are talking about season three episode 11 mystery spot we're this- there folks <laughs> We are. This episode originally aired on February 14th, 2008, and was written by Jeremy Carver and Emily McLaughlin, and was directed by Kim Manners. So, so far, Jeremy Carver, who I'm pretty sure becomes a showrunner? Oh, yeah, he becomes a showrunner at some point. But so far, he's only written Sin City and A Very Supernatural Christmas. And Sin City, we didn't like. And Mm -hmm. A Very Supernatural Christmas, Haley liked and I, like, didn't. Um, And then Emily McLaughlin wrote The Magnificent Seven, which was also bad. And uh, this one. So. How did you guys do that? Well, uh, one she wrote with Eric Kripke. (laughs) Okay. Much she wrote with Jeremy Carver, but like some of them have really hit or miss episodes. And then Kim Manners has directed a whole mix because you look at season one and it's dead in the water, immediately followed by <gasps> bugs. Wow. So, because like so there are some really That's good incredible. ones on here. Like, Children Shouldn't Play with Dead Things is on here, but oh, so fuck. is like Devil's Trap and like No Exit, which wasn't great. Like, and Magnificent Seven again. Like again, this is it's we're just ping ponging back and forth in quality. As always. As yeah. always. Mm-hmm. Alright. Um before before you say the things you wanna say, I wanna say we are recording this on a Tuesday, which is funny because that's like the whole thing in Mystery Spot. We didn't plan that. No. I just we think didn't. it's funny. Yeah. Um, I just have a few notes from last week because as I was editing, my brain started freaking out. So, um, I did want to acknowledge this is re the conversation about queer coding and supernatural and Wizards of Waverly Place because it came up that I think that, uh, Wizards of Waverly Place at least, uh, has more apparent queer coding than Supernatural does for Sam. Like, I mostly just brought it up because was something that was happening like that day and Mm -hmm. so it was more of just like a conversation like this is like another example of creators like years later being like oh yeah we wanted this character to be queer but the network didn't let us so we just coded instead uh Mm -hmm. stevie has stuff that people picked up a lot more versus sam who i have not really seen anything other than homophobic jokes about and then i also (laughs) said something like um it took them 15 seasons to have a queer character. I meant in the main cast, like, the the core characters who's showing up constantly. I, I know Charlie's there. I, I, believe me, I, I'm aware of Charlie. But I meant, like, <laughs> of the main guys Taya who show up every episode. Is. Shut up. Taya's never met Charlie. I actually, um, <laughs> Felicia used to be on, or not, maybe not on, but she was on the channel that did Critical Role. Yes. Like... Yeah, but when Critical She's Role... She's pals with Matt Mercer. Well, when Critical Role first started, like, when they very, very first started, I was subscribed to them because Felicia was on the channel a few times, and I knew her from Supernatural and Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog. Oh, God, I love Dr. Horrible. So good. But I tried to... I was like, oh, well, this is, like, a channel that I, I like Felicia stuff, so maybe I'll like this. And I, at the time, didn't know anything about D&D. And, um... Critical Role is fucking impossible to get into. Yeah. If you don't know D&D and you watch the... This is true for a lot of D&D podcasts that don't cut this stuff. 
But the first thing they do is they spend, like, an hour talking about their character builds. Oh, wow. Or something. Maybe not an hour. But it was, it. all their episodes are, like, I think they start out, like, four or five hours long. And yeah, they immediately they immediately started talking tech and, like, shop, like, D&D language. And it was wow. just, like, completely inaccessible for someone who knew nothing about D&D. So Super I unsubscribed. Fair. But I Super do know who fair. Charlie is. That was the point of that. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, the point I would like to make is, um, uh-huh. Felicia Day's also in Fallout, so that's cool. Good for her. <laughs> yeah. Um, she voices a lesbian. So good for her. Yeah, her name's Veronica. She's in Fallout New Vegas. Okay. Anyway, hi guys. Again, hi. sorry. Before we start talking about this episode. In case you want to watch this episode, uh, my content warnings today are there is a suicide joke in the first 30 seconds, and also there is later in the episode, I, d I don't know how to content warning this, but like, self-done wound care, Sam gets shot, yeah. and like, it shows him like, Try, taking like, care, like, taking the bullet out and sewing it up and, and stuff. Yeah. It was really, it was really gross. Um, I, yeah, so, I, I take care of yourself. I'm not into that. We aren't talking about the suicide joke at all, other than just, just so you know, if that is something that you don't want to hear, uh, maybe don't watch the at least first minute of the episode. Cool. Hi. Okay. Hi. Summary. So, summary. I, I didn't feel like writing a summary again, and this again. is one of those episodes where I feel like you don't need one. So, here's my summary for this episode. <sighs> Groundhog Day, baby. How funny it would be if I left it there. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I'm kidding. That's not my whole summary. I have a little bit more written. Um, Dean dies a lot, and Sam has extreme trauma. The trickster is doing it. He goofs on Sam and pretends to let it stop after, like, 100 Tuesdays, but then kills Dean for six months. Sam goes sicko mode, kills Bobby, but then the trickster is like, ugh, stop trying to save your brother. It's fruitless. Um... And Sam's like, no, bring Dean back, you fuck. And so so he does, and he resets things, and then Sam hugs Dean, and Dean is like, wow, a lot of Tuesdays, huh? And Sam is like, I don't want to talk about it. And yeah. that's th that's Mystery Squad. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Super, super quick, super easy. Uh, pretty solid episode. Um, one of those episodes where... <laughs> You've probably seen most of it, at least in gift sets, if you have not seen the episode itself. My girlfriend has, like, not watched Supernatural and knows so much of this episode just from mitosis, so... Mitosis? That's not the word, is it? No. Osmosis! Osmosis! Yeah! Mitosis? Mitosis is the one where you split in two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Help. Uh, my bad. Sorry. Um, can you tell that I'm not, like, a biology person? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, our death count for this episode is uh, a lot. There's over a hundred Dean deaths, which not, are not obviously all shown on screen. Uh, some monsters in the time loop, and then fake Bobby. So, like, I don't know. It over 100. Cool. Yeah. 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 Cool. Um I also on top of not having a long summary today, do not have a lot of notes. This episode mm -hmm. might be 20 minutes long. <laughs> 
so my first note is heat of the moment. Okay, my second note is Dean Winchester's longest gargle ever. You know, like mm -hmm. the YouTube video, the longest yeah boy ever. Um, that, but it's Dean Winchester's longest gargle ever. Thank you. Then I have another trans Sammy moment. Sorry. Um, I know we just talked. <laughs> <laughs> I know we just talked about this and how um, the joke is there, obviously, for like bad purposes. However, for a rewrite, you know what? It's there. Dean sure. pulls a bra out of like the laundry basket and is like, Sam, this is yours. And then laugh and is like, haha, just kidding. And Sam like makes like a haha, mm -hmm. very funny face. Um, and I was like, wow, so true. <laughs> Maybe at one point it was. My next note is digging, kind of digging the shadow through the window slits in the well in the booth. Um, I don't know why I liked it so much, but I just I thought it was a fun little moment um, with shadows. It wasn't symbolic of anything, I don't think, but I liked it. <sighs> Then I have, why he say Pulitzer like Pulitzer? That's talking about the piano guys that are trying to move the piano. One of them says, what do you want, a Pulitzer? And I was like, huh? Why'd you mm -hmm. say it like that? Then my next note is, mystery spot is just like Fallout 4 in Nuka World, smiley face. I actually, mm -hmm. I really hope it's in Nuka World because I don't remember. Um, which is nice. embarrassing for me because... I'm, I'm the fallout girl. But anyway, we're going to go right over that and pretend it is, and then I'm right. Anyway, uh, that shotgun went right right to the heart. Goddamn. Uh, when Dean gets killed the first time, he gets shot by the guy who owns Mystery Spot. And it's, like, with a fucking shotgun, and it's right, like, right to his, where like, wherever his heart is in his chest, yeah. you know? And Sam's like, call 911! And I'm like, Sam... Doesn't matter how fast you call 911, you are not saving him. Like, that is not happening. I'm sorry, bud. Um, next note is, dude, Asia, in a little smiley face. That's quoting Dean when he sits up, uh, when Sam sits, wakes up the first time. Like, after waking up the first time. And mm -hmm. he sits up and looks over, and Dean just says, dude. Asia, and I liked it. I thought that the delivery was funny. Then my next note is a little quote from uh, the first conversation where Sam is trying to convince Dean of what happened. Um, Dean says, like deja vu, and Sam's like, no, not like deja vu. Like, it feels like it's happened before. And Dean just goes, uh-huh, so like deja vu? <laughs> Mm -hmm. And it goes back and forth for like a minute, and it was pretty funny. Um, it felt like felt like a very normal conversation, actually. Also, like brother moment. Mm -hmm. uh, my next note is really funny. It's really good. It's when you get hit by a car. Okay, moving on. My next note is Dean sounds so bothered by the f and upset by the fact that he pissed himself. Um, when he gets so. The second time he dies, obviously, I just said he gets hit by a car. Yes. And Sam tells him the next day and is like, oh, or, you know, the next Tuesday, and is like, oh, you got hit by a car. And Dean, Dean's response is, hmm, well, did it look cool, though? And Sam goes, you peed yourself. And then Dean gets very worked up and, like, very defensive about the fact that he pissed himself upon mm -hmm. getting hit by a car. Um, pretty funny. Uh, CGI in this episode is so bad because 
Yeah, it's really it, bad. It is. Every time that there was a CGI moment, Taylor was like, oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my god. Like, why is it so bad? Like, I know you can do better. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm, my next note is... <sighs> Groundhog Day ref. Um, because Taya pointed they said out... it. Yeah, they, yeah, they said it. Um, Dean's like, so, like, Groundhog Day? And Sam's like, yes. Um, Taya was really upset during the episode because they didn't say it sooner. It, it is... took them, like, co- I don't, I can't remember how many loops, but it took them a while. And I just couldn't relate. Mm-hmm. Because that's how, that's how Dean, like, relates to the world, is references. And so, if I were Sam, that would be the first thing I did, was to go, hey, Groundhog Day. That's what's happening. Because he explains it, like, once or twice, and Dean is like, I don't understand what the fuck you're talking about. Right. Yeah, and it's like, you have times. that touchstone that he then brings up himself. So it's like, I know you're going through it, Sam, but, like, you know? But, like, maybe fucking bring up Groundhog Day, because then your brother would exactly. get what you're going through. Yes. Yeah. Fair. 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 Super fair. Mm. Sam Winchester wears makeup, is my next note. Um, That is when Dean is trying to say things, and then Sam, like, throws them back at him. One of the things that Dean, like, says to that, like he doesn't expect Sam to respond to is he's like too much is your wears makeup and I was like wow is that is that what is that another mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. trans Sam moment anyway um <laughs> next one is a quote again uh Sam waking up and Asia is not playing because the trickster has seemingly ended his torture and mm-hmm. Sam says, no Asia, and then Dean says, yeah, I know this station sucks, which gets repeated later, but I thought it was Mm -hmm. funny the first time. Um, My next one is my one. Mm -hmm. Jensen Ackles, your eyelashes are so beautiful, king. That's all. Then I have Mm -hmm. Sam's fucking Joker arc, Tortured Sam, which I already already referenced um, in the summary, so it's fine. Uh And this montage is amazing. Referring to the montage of Sam going postal, um, it was... Taya, would you like to talk about the montage? Uh, I I thought it was so poorly edited. <laughs> it was so um, stupid, guys. It, it was so it was, stupid. The music was bad, um, which, I mean, I imagine they spent, like, all their fucking budget on the two other songs, so I... Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and especially when he's driving in the car, they stopped doing this, but for the first, like... 20 seconds of it maybe that might be an overestimation um they're like doing like overlays and like low opacity like shots that they're just layering over each other he's like driving moodily and then you see him in a place and then you see glowing eyes and then he's driving moodily and it's like oh my god you guys get paid so much it looked so bad i was like this is baby's first like youtube edit like I thought Taya was going to lose their shit. It was just such <laughs> It was so poorly done and admittedly very cheesy, but it like wasn't paced super well because then you had like a long section he sits at a table to eat and then he's gone and Bobby keeps calling and it didn't feel paced very well. It didn't feel like it was building intensity. At one point he cuts his shirt off cuz he's bleeding and you have that bullet that he sews up. And I don't know, I've just maybe I've seen too many too many edits. But, like, it wasn't 
it wasn't uh, cut with the music. It wasn't, it actually slowed down because it started with all those overlays and then slowed down. Mm-hmm. It, I didn't actually feel like it showed much because it showed like multiple times him looking in a mirror. Like Correct. we watched him brush his teeth or something at one point. I liked, there was like two scenes of him making his bed. <laughs> Which, it was just such a weird choice because it was, like, supposed to be showing us, well, he's a loner, and he's, like, really, he's turned, like, really violent, and it didn't feel like there was, like, a build or a point, because it didn't even show passage of time that well, because once you got out of all those overlays, it only showed us a few scenes. Mm-hmm. So, it just felt like if you're going to put like- in a montage, you can do better. All the audio overlay was Bobby being like, Sam... You gotta come home. Sam, we haven't talked in a while. Good job with that hunt. (laughs) Shut up. Sam, I have another hunt for you. (laughs) I just felt like there was a better way to to do it that wasn't that. You know? Yeah. I'm gonna let you in on a secret, Taya. I feel like that's most of Supernatural. Well, yeah, but like... You know... I know. I do. I get it. Um, I continue. My next note after that is, I like Sam's transparent hot pink toothbrush. <laughs> That's all. Mm-hmm. I, I had been thinking it since the beginning, and I thought it would like be done, but then it came back, and I was like, well, I have to comment on it now. <laughs> um, I just, I just liked it. Uh, then, my next note... My next two notes are are real, like, real thoughts, actually, that I had. Okay. So the first one is, thinking about Bobby fully ready to sacrifice himself for the boys. So I understand that that was, like, not entirely real, but it also felt like something that Bobby would do anyway, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think it was, you know, supposed to. So, but, like, oh, my God. Bobby cares them so much. And I just have emotions about that, you know? Mm-hmm. My next note That's after fair. that is... <clears throat> so, are we going to talk about the fact that when Sam hugs Dean after he wakes up and brings Sam, and D- Dean comes back to life, Dean doesn't try to pull back or anything. He just says, how many Tuesdays did you have? And let's, let's Sam hug him. Like, are we going to talk about that? I mean, Brother moment like number 3,553. Truly. <laughs> Hi, buddy. Can I help you? That was weird. He just like, no, buddy, that's a hot glue gun. Don't touch it. Um. But yeah, I just, I want to talk about that. And by I want to talk about it, I mean, I wanted to bring it up. Because okay. it, it made me have emotions a little bit. And mm-hmm. I don't even think it was supposed to, like, I think... I think probably that's supposed to be, like, a funny moment. Like, haha, Sam's showing, like, human emotion or whatever. But, like, I don't know, man. Kind of got mm-hmm. me. Kind of fucking yeah. got me. Fair enough. And that's all my notes. Oh, cool. Um, cool. I, I know like there's a no lore library today. To um, um, yeah. I can tell you right now, not to steal your fucking thing... There were no girls in this episode. <laughs> there were no girls wait, in this episode. That's, wait, that's a lie. The waitress. I mean, like, yes, technically. She yes, wasn't named. She's but... not named. She doesn't have, like, any bearing on the plot in any real way. Correct. Um, 
so like just like she she also doesn't speak to any women correct <laughs> so like yes there is but a there woman, was one but like there was a whole one. what did she do nothing she gave them food okay she gave them food like that's not only the bare minimum but also then you're then you're in a stereotype so <laughs> like women belong in the kitchen yeah i like i don't know what you want me to say <laughs> i just yes. like there's no woman and i don't want to talk about lore because last time we talked about the trickster we basically covered it so true like that it's all the same thing that's there there's like no real like new anything to add because he's a weird character where like no other tricksters actually show up so we can't say that's not what a trickster is uh other angels show up and they seem to basically do what he can do except for when they can't so like you know mm -hmm. i don't and supernatural is weird it's a weird show supernatural um sucks it it's just, i don't know it's just weird it's hope that helps weird. i think that's our new tagline supernatural's just weird yeah you're right idk just weird mm -hmm. so now uh we jump into our things like oh, i yeah. said fucking short episode guys which is kind of i don't know i don't know if it's a shame or if it's like what is there to say about mystery spot that hasn't already fucking been said it's yeah. like the People episode said a lot of things about mystery spot we talked about it while watching like it's it's probably one of the most well-known like most i don't know if i said it in this but like explicitly like Haley said nella knows it but like it is one of the most known episodes of supernatural so like right there's not much we can add to that conversation yeah and honestly like i don't think that there's anything that particularly needs to be changed about it like well i can say that i think it's funny and um we talked about yeah. this a bunch that like it's season three and the whole point of this episode is sam realizing hypothetically what gabriel is trying to teach is that sam that dean's gonna die and that's just how life is um and that's kind of funny because they never learn that lesson and it's season three like this is the this this is the rest of the show. This show can be summed up as Sam and Dean take turns dying and they just keep switching places with who is going to die in the other's place to bring them back. Meanwhile, the world around them explodes. Like that's the show. Yeah. Um so like placement-wise this this episode ends up being very funny because it's like they're going to do it for another 12 seasons, Gabriel. Yeah, and there's um, nothing you can do about it. Yeah, that's just it. And, like, I guess there's something we said where Gabriel was attempting to teach this lesson in, like, a deeply traumatic way. And, I mean, you can argue that this makes Sam the way he is in the future, but, like, I actually don't think that, like, this, like, deep, deep-set trauma of watching Dean die 103 times mm -hmm. and then living in a world without him for six months trying to get revenge... I don't actually know if that, like, attitude sticks along around for very long. Right. So maybe that could be something that's changed to have that really linger. And I don't think Sam ever tells Dean about that, and he never would. It would have been no. an interesting conversation at some point in the future, maybe, when he's a little bit better adjusted, but they're never going to have that. Yeah. So, you know. Yep. 
you know, that, that's what I got. Yeah. So this episode, shit, man, it happened, and you all probably know yeah. it. So that's sorry, sorry if you had, sorry if you expected us to have some more to say. I just don't like. Sorry, it's good. <laughs> like <laughs> anyway, um, crack shipping, Bobby and Gabriel. That is a crack ship. Thank you. I came up with it. Do you like I it? I mean, well, we almost never actually have a crack ship. It's usually just a ship, but I don't know if I've mm-hmm. ever seen that one, so congrats. Thank you. Um, yeah. So, that's my crack ship for the day. It's actually one. <sighs> brought to you by... Would you care mm-hmm. to go first? This episode is brought to you by Back in Time by Huey Lewis and the News. It's also brought to you by Heat of the Moment by Asia. <laughs> Crazy, huh? I wonder why. What's your favorite thing on the wiki, Taya? I think my favorite thing on the wiki is that um, there's this really long paragraph about how similar this episode is to an episode of Scene of the Warrior Princess. Okay. And I can't tell, having not seen Xena and not watched every single time loop episode and movie and other form of media um how common these tropes are and i don't know if this episode of xena the warrior princess came first but it's listing these tropes that happen that happen in like a lot of them like not in in all groundhog days it's not someone you love dying you know in all time loops that's not what is happening but other ones is like Oh, them rapidly answering questions before they're asked, talking at the same time, eventual apathy to death loop aware characters, mm-hmm. uh, a slightly different real tomorrow. I don't know if that is exclusive to either of those or if the writers were even particularly inspired by those, because from my experience with time loops, all those things show up. Right. So I, do, I just think it's very funny because this is such a long, this is such a long entry. And they really went through and were like, this, we this, know, this, this. Was Groundhog Day the first one to do this? I don't think so. I could have done that for Lore Library. Time Yeah, but loop, this is one of those things that we didn't think to do until just now. origin. Um, an early example of a time loop is in the 1915 Russian novel Strange Life of Ivan Os- Osakin, where the main character gets to live his life over again, but struggles to change it the second time around. The first story about a time loop, there's one from 1922 in The Worm Ouroboros by E.R. Edison. Um, I know what an Ouroboros is. I, I, I watch them a lot. Yeah, I'm looking at a gamer rant. Um, there's The uh, Girl Who Left Through Time from eight, uh, 1893 feature adaptation. Hishigari, When They Cry, Ghost in the Shell 2, Innocence, and Stein- Steingate, and All You Need Is Kill are I'm just sorry. a few examples. I'm sorry, can you how- repeat that? The One You Cry? Can you repeat that? Higurashi, Higu- When They Cry. <laughs> what? Higurashi? Huh? Higurashi? Yeah? I just really liked how you said it the first time. Oh. Okay. I love Higurashi. Higurashi fucking slaps. In film, the earliest example of a time loop appears in the 1933 film feature film Turn Back the Clock. Oh. Uh, but that it looks like it's mostly um, like he went back in time, like a right. lot further. They look vi- pretty common in in Japan. Do, so do, 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 do. Groundhog Day is just the most well known in. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm trying to find open and close all. Like, there's a lot in here. There's a lot. JoJo's Bizarre okay. Adventure. <gasps> oh my god, JoJo's. So true. Naruto. <laughs> Naruto has a time loop? There's a, uh, a genjutsu that traps you in a time loop, apparently. I don't know anything about I Naruto. I don't even know what a genjutsu is. Uh, one issue of Sonic the Hedgehog. Whoa! Love that! Yeah, no, this is, like, super common, which is- I found the fan works section, in case you want to know what fan fiction has them. I do. Um, but yeah, no, this is an extremely common trope and concept, and I don't necessarily think Xena was even the first one to do some of these ideas, like- I just, I just thought it was interesting that this person was like, yeah, this is, this is a lot of similar, kind of like with the charmed one where it's like, yeah, I don't actually know if they're that similar so mm-hmm. much as they're, it, this, these are conventions of a genre. Right, 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 right. Well, that's, that's fun. Uh, yeah. My fave thing on the wiki, Taya, um, uh-huh. you actually pointed out to me before I could even look. <laughs> yeah. So under trivia, there's the bullet point that says, and I quote, the filming for this episode takes place in Steveston, British Columbia, as well as being used to resemble Broward County, Florida. This location doubles as another ma- area of magical interest. Storybrook, the town in which all fairy tale characters live in Once Upon a Time. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're a longtime listener of Hitrusa, as uh, that is to say, if you're one of our five loyal followers, <laughs> um, if you are somehow jumping in now and have not heard me talk about Once Upon a Time, uh, welcome. Love love to have you uh, listen to the other episodes. But if you're a long-time listener and you've known me or the podcast for some time now, you may know that Once Upon a Time has a weird little pipeline with Supernatural that I often revisit when I am noticing characters or... Ca- uh, not characters. Cast members. Um, so... The fact that this literally takes place in Storybrooke, um, which I know isn't obviously, it's called Steveston, but it's Storybrooke. It, like, thinking about, okay, where can I place these scenes from this episode in Once Upon a Time, it was fucking surreal. Um, mm-hmm. So that's really funny. I just, Would you like. It's funny because uh, Once Upon a Time is the one we've jokingly also been like, well, when we finish Supernatural. We can go to Once Upon a Time because you look at Once Upon a Time and you're like, hey, what the fuck is going on in here? It's fucking crazy. I still haven't, Macy and I have not finished rewatching it yet. It's just like, the the family tree alone is like, what on earth is going on? It's really funny. It's It's super funny. It's Um, interesting. Would you like to know my rating? Yeah. Okay. So, I know what you're expecting. You're expecting a 10 out of 10. I'm giving it a 9 Groundhog Daytime loops out of 10. Oh. Um, it's Because here's... Like, obviously, it's a mystery spot. It's awesome. But, like, it's not dead in the water. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like... It's... N- well, hold on. No, because if I gave Tall Tales a 10... This is fucking better than Tall Tales. Okay. Mm, I, I lied, guys. Just kidding. Your Groundhog Dead joke, joke is the fact that I tried to give it a 9. It's a 10. It's fucking mystery spot. Guys, oh my god. <laughs> you get a 10, if not for just being, like, the most iconic supernatural episode of all time. And honestly, deserving it. Okay? Mm-hmm. 
on IMDb, this episode has a 9, 9.5 out of 10. Wow! Which makes me wonder... Um, I want to see, see see if there's a way to see the top rated supernatural episodes of all time, not just not just by season. There's not just by season. Here, I can Google it. the The highest rated one is Swan Song at nine point seven, and then we have Changing Channels at a nine point six. Another okay. one everyone thinks of again, one of the goofy ones. Yeah. Uh, then we have The French Mistake, one of the goofy goofy ones, nine point six. Uh, number four, Scooby Natural, 9.6. A goofy Shut one. up! Number Scooby. five, s- Mystery Spot, 9.5. I... And then All Hell Breaks Loose too, which is fucking wild. But anyway, the of the top five, four of them are like the weird, goofy, supernatural episodes from the first th- few seasons. And then it's Scooby Natural. It's almost like maybe they should have leaned into that. If they leaned, I think they needed to lean into, like, we've talked about it. We think they should have leaned into, like, a little bit more, like, dark camp. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think Scooby Natural is an outlier here because I think a lot of people were not watching Supernatural, but when they heard there was an animated crossover with Scooby-Doo, they watched it. And I think Swan Song as the highest rated makes sense because... It makes full fucking sense. It's, it's, that is where the show was supposed to end, and I do think that, aside from a few things, it's a pretty solid, this show is over moment. I would agree. I would agree. Yeah, but, I mean, Mystery Spot, top five. Top five. Top five. And you know what? It fucking, it deserves that. Yeah, I'm looking at the reviews, all, all nines and tens. Just everyone talking about how good it is, how iconic it is, like, this is, people will... People think, like, everything about it's generally really good. Like, there's, it's just, like, it's one of those that, like, sticks in people's minds when they think, I do like Supernatural. This is one of the episodes that sticks out because, like, it, it's it's memorable. And it it's, like, shot pretty well aside from that fucking montage. The acting is solid. The CGI sucks, but it's, like, memorable. Like, you remember Dean got smashed with a piano. He sure did. So, like, I get it. But this is not what the. It's almost misleading because you remember these episodes. Are there as, any bad ones? Are there any bad reviews? No. I have to know. There's there's one that's not rated, but it's it's still like they didn't give a star rating, but it says Mystery Spot remains the best episode of season three and one of the best in the entire series. So this person didn't give it a star rating, but they still think it's really good. Like all the ones that are written are really good. Like, there's things you can argue about, but, like, when you look at Supernatural as a whole, which I sometimes, like, try to, like, step out of the episode and go, in the grand scheme of things, of Supernatural, like, comparing it to other ones, how is it? And it's like, this is a bright spot. It's why people remember it. Correct. Because it's actually good. Like, you forget how bad season three is. Yeah. Because you only remember stuff like this and Ghost Facers. Oh my god, I forgot Ghost Facers is coming up. We gotta get out of this season, though. I'm glad we hit this one and that it was, like, good, but we have to get out of yeah. here. We are a Trusa everywhere. Thank you so much for listening. We have a coffee now. So it is... Whoa! Uh, yeah, ko-fi.com slash Hatrusa. Uh, it'll be linked on our card and on our Twitter. And I'm beginning the process of uploading our reactions after I clip them together. Uh, You'll be able to access them for $3 a month. 
and that is uh, the only money we make off this podcast. Um, so if you have any desire to watch these with us, then that's how you're going to do it. You can also just tip us if you just want to throw us like a dollar or two because you enjoy the show. That's an option. But like also you don't have to. Uh, you can support us for free by like, commenting, subscribing, reviewing, telling people, Boosting. leaving a rating, anything like that. We would very much appreciate it. So true. Hey, Taya. Hey, Haley. Do you think we'll learn more about Bella next episode? Do you want me to say yes? Please do, because I'm... I can't let her bore me this much. I'm so sorry, Bella. I'm sorry, Bella. They did you bad, girl. They did you bad. But we'll catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side. <laughs>